and welcome to the Martini Scale, where we talk movies over martinis and provide our perspective on what is and isn't worth watching. We are three friends who all love film, so the goal with the show isn't to critique every detail, but to give you an honest perspective of what our experience was like when watching something. And perhaps, more importantly, how drunk you need to be to enjoy it. I'm Sean. I'm Natalie. And I'm Lena. And we are finally discussing in this episode, Avengers Endgame. We did that badly. That wasn't good. Let's try it again, you guys. In three, two. Avengers. (laughs) Okay, so we've been drinking. (laughs) We've been drinking. Okay, so here's the thing. Wait, you're supposed to say one and it's a pause and then you go. Well, you either go on three or you or on one or you wait until after. You go on three? Let's go on three. You ready? Okay, one. To Avengers, Avengers Endgame. Endgame. See how that works when I just stay out of it? It's yeah. better for everybody. That's why I did. <laughs> Until I knew I could come in on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fucking hot mess. But well. the thing is, like, we're always the most drunk on the episodes that people are actually going to listen to. Like, people are going to listen yeah. to this episode and they're going to be like, who But the that's fuck the whole point. People? We should be drunk. Yeah. We want you to appreciate the show. Um, I want to give a shout out to somebody really quickly because Ooh. my friend Enrique. Hi, Enrique. Hi, Enrique. I just want you to know that, like, he newly discovered the show. And when I say newly discovered, I mean, like, he just started, like, binge listening to our episodes. And we didn't do an episode a couple weeks ago. And he was like, Sean, I I need to know what you guys are doing. Like, he was, like, genuinely upset (laughs) that we didn't have an episode for him. And so I thought that was really cute. And I thought that, like... We have people out there that care about what we're doing. That's and really so, cute. Yeah, so what is I know. I Everybody say hi, on. Enrique. Hi, hi Enrique. Enrique. Cool. I love when friends are like, I have thoughts on your podcast. I'm like, oh, you listened to it? It just came out today. Yeah, it's really Aww, cute. That's I love cute. That. cute. I love that. All right, so Avengers, I don't think we need to go into all of this because it's a lot, but everybody knows what this movie is. If you haven't, yeah. if you don't know, then you We're probably, not naming all the names, guys. You shouldn't be listening no. to a movie yeah. podcast. That's way um, too many names. Yeah, too many names. It's a Marvel movie, superhero movie. Um, what else? 22nd Marvel movie. Yeah. Is it? MCU. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, let's do some trivia. I like yeah. that. Which uh, Robert Downey Jr. and, oh God, now I forgot her name, the blue-faced lady? Oh. Nebula. Nebula. Were lost in space for 22 days. Yep. Because this was the 22nd 22. movie. They like to put so a lot of those little, little, you know, Easter eggs in there. Do you know that Easter I didn't egg? see no. the end of the last one? I didn't. I missed How the last like 20 minutes. What? So How does I'll, that happen? Okay, I'll tell the story really quickly. So That's the whole... Yeah. I missed everything. I, I know, I know. I ju- Well, this one I did. I saw everything. But the one I prior know, to I know, but the one yeah. is the one you it's need. It's the important okay. one. I know, okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to sound like a crazy person. If you know me, then you know that it's true. But basically what happened is that I went to a screening at Arclight like six months ago mm-hmm. and saw this the first the last one for the first time. Okay. I'd never seen it. Yes. And it was this huge event where there was like comic nerds and like at literally like industry people and it was a free screening and I didn't want to be there for like the aftermath of all that. And so like it was so fucking long that I was like, oh, I'm sure it's going to end soon. And then it just didn't end ever. And like, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go. And then I left and then I never saw it. At what point did you leave? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, I'm not interested enough in these movies. To, like I lo- love them. They're entertaining. Don't get me wrong. But like I couldn't. I'm not we talked about this in the last superhero movie when we did Captain Marvel yeah. Captain Marvel whatever um, I, I enjoy them for what they are but I'm not like immersed in the universe enough the, to tell you to be like oh my god it was a blah 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 yeah. Like, yeah totally so yeah. it's like I go for the thrill and the ride and then I'm did like did you cool. see when people got dusted did you know that that was a thing that had happened? No. I knew that was a thing that was potentially coming. But, but you no, didn't know. I did not no. see you that. didn't see the ramifications of Thanos I made the snapping assumption. his fingers. I made the assumption at the beginning of this one. 
<laughs> and I want to talk about the beginning of this one really quickly because I have to tell you that like we we did the episode for the long shot, which is coming out. We we film these episodes out of order, people. It's just what we do. But we're we drunk. Talk, we don't know how in to that do. in that episode for long shot we talked about silence in the movies mm-hmm. and people making noises and whatever and so i when i went to see avengers i was so excited and like i literally got like a feast i got like the pizza and i got like ice cream and like all this fun oh stuff to God. eat whoa and so i sit down to the movie thinking like oh the first scene i'm gonna be able to like chomp away and like make noise whatever <laughs> because it's like avengers it's gonna be like this big action scene right. and it's like the first 30 yes. minutes of this fucking movie are literally quiet. silence yeah. it's literally really people quiet. like whispering to each yeah. other i'm like are you fucking kidding me so i felt so, so you're bad starving so i just felt because well, i'm hungry like and my ice cream is melting and i'm like i gotta figure this shit out and so like i felt so bad for the person next to me because i could tell it was like a total superhero nerd that was like waited their whole life for this movie and you're just like unwrapping treat totally, after treat after treat so would have fucking killed you bad i felt so bad that's so. why you unwrap that's why you go in and watch previews so you unwrap everything before the movie starts so you, you don't shovel in all do, that yeah. food before the movie starts but you know me okay, i don't you guys like don't the, like previews and, but that's where i like to open okay. everything up i like previews so i don't bother anybody i like previews but amc like they literally do an hour previews like you like yeah last night when we went to see the movie you were like I was like, should we go in like 30 minutes? And you're like, no, I like to see the previews. I was like, don't worry. You're still going to get to see your previews if we go 20 <laughs> minutes late because. They fuck. do play an excessive amount of trailers. Yeah. I, I never noticed. I have more consistent. I love trailers. I love watching them. I want like try and catch them. I don't want to see the intruder 1700 no. times. But... Or Pet Cemetery. I'm so glad that one's yeah. done. Ugh. But you know, it's the mule. I'm so glad I don't ever have to watch that trailer again. Sorry. No. So it's like, I, and I feel like AMC does circulate through yes. a lot of the same trailers and stuff. So it's, it is, it gets tedious when you do go back to that chain mm-hmm. often enough. So to me, it's like, I forget so many times. I'm like, wait, what fucking movie was I here to watch? Because it's, <laughs> I've just seen so many other trailers for other movies yeah. that it does take me a minute to be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm here for. I'm also getting old, so my brain doesn't work. Fair. So, Natalie, please tell us what martini this is because I can't wait for people to see the picture of it. Oh my it's God. like this uh, magical, colorful <laughs> uh, martini, and it's amazing. So We should have put them in the gold ones for the glove. Oh, yeah. Well, Crap. I'm dumb. Well, sorry, sorry. guys. Uh, sorry. <laughs> why would you spoil? Why would you ruin that? Like, I literally built you up to like the most perfect description. I, know. I like, didn't oh, spoil it. I'm sorry, but I just thought of it. Uh, so this is just an infinity stone martini yeah. is what I'm calling it. And I wanted to do a clear martini that you can really see all the different color stones that are in it that I made for it. So the martini is a pretty basic martini with just a little bit of Malibu rum because I know how much you love it, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of uh, pineapple soda and a lot of vodka and a little bit of triple yeah, sec. Well, because you handed it to me and it was clear and I yeah. had a panic attack because yeah. I was like, is this all vodka? You go, is this all vodka? So I have to tell I mean, it's you. it's pretty close to vo- all vodka. This is how much of like non into this universe I am. I knew that they were somehow correlated to the movie, but I couldn't tell oh, you what. Oh my <laughs> God. I know. Sorry. <laughs> but they were collecting them the whole time. Know, yeah, that's know, what the whole point of the movie is. No, I feel like Jesus. a jackass. Like, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. So oh we, I think Natalie, some of your coworkers in the industry gave us feedback last time we did one of these episodes that we needed to bring somebody like that was like part of the that cared about the films like more than we do yeah. for this. And I think that what we wanted to explain is that that's part of like what the show is, is the fact that like we're not, we're going to talk about that, it yeah. and we're going to be drinking, but like we're not 
Like we're not the Marvel Avengers authorities by any means. So like, please, if that is what you've just tuned because, in for, you know, like that's not what you're gonna get. Are actually people out there totally, like us totally. that aren't so knowledgeable on the Marvel world that maybe feel the same way we do. And they just want enough to watch the movie and have fun. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And, you know, there are plenty of podcasts out with there. experts out there yes. that really love this universe yes. that are going to give Go you a really good that. perspective. This is going to give show. you a good perspective. One, one of listen which to ours and we listen have, to the dum-dums. We have friends that host a podcast mm. called The Con Guy. Yes. And they absolutely love this world. They do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with, like, conventions and comic book things. So they do do special episodes as well, specifically dealing with, like, big, like, television shows or movies. So, like, they have, like, Game of Thrones recaps, Walking Dead recaps. And they d- I know they did a big Avengers episode. So they're going to be people that, like, know this world. They right. know the comics. They can kind of speak to the history. Go we are definitely, yeah, yeah, we're more of the, like, if you're kind of a general audience trying to figure out why yeah. everybody's watching this movie, we're with you. So or we're, I think that, right. like, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans are hot. Like, we're here to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. That's exactly. what we're going to talk about. So I think, like, that's, I feel like I know a little bit more about this world because I'm trying to educate myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know... My friend that did listen, who knows this world very, very well, she was angry with us. Very frustrated because she was like, "You guys are dumb bitches. <laughs> who don't I, know what you're talking I'm about." Like, yeah, okay. yeah. totally own that. I own it. It's fine with me. I know. I was There's like, too oh. much stuff here for my praying capacity. It's a lot. I'm like, I can go back and watch it, enjoy it, and then get the story. But like, I'm not going to get it right okay, now. Okay, but here's a question I have: Are those other podcasts going to have the magic stone martini? Fuck uh, uh, no, exactly. they're not. And it's okay. the Infinity Stone. Jesus Christ, Sean. I mean, like. At least magic stones. Is this Jack and the Beanstalk? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Looking> magic beans. <laughs> well, we, we don't even know the name of the stones that they were after for two I'm fucking sorry. movies. I'm and sorry. I think they actually were going after these things for like a long time too in other movies. Well, Doctor Strange wears his. Wears one. Yeah, I didn't watch that movie. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> all right do we have any trivia for this episode Natalie? I, I do okay. i have well i have a couple of things that i wanted to bring up. well first of all we should mention it's like the highest grossing film of all time oh my Titanic god like a billion weekend. or something yes yeah. uh well it had okay so some of the notes that i have first the estimated budget which they're not going to ever release the real budget sure. what would you guys guess is the estimated budget unless you looked at my notes i mean i'd say several hundred million dollars i don't know how many yeah million i dollars, wouldn't but... i'm gonna go with like half a mil Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars? What? For the budget? Oh, no. Sorry. I was like, what are you talking about? Half a billion. Natalie can't even make a movie for half a million. Five hundred million. million. Okay. It's definitely in the millions. Hundreds of millions. Many hundreds. Definitely in the millions. Shut up for sure. Many hundred. (laughs) Hundreds of of millions. Oh, my God. Jesus. We are drunk. I was looking at the number 500k in my head, and that's why I said 500 million. Okay, I have four. That. I have four magic stones in my martini, and so I'm going to say 400 million dollars. Oh my god, it oh, is I 400. Have four too. There are. <laughs> how, damn it. Okay, let's really test your guys' knowledge. How many okay. infinity stones are there? Oh fuck. Seven. Are there seven? There's six. Six? Yeah. Oh, I would have guessed seven too. Oh, five and six. Yeah. Crap. Six. Each I finger and then all the wrist. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, budget was four hundred million, so you do have four infinity okay. stones in each of your glasses. Oh, did you for do four hundred million? No, I did not. It's just a coincidence. I was like, well, a little that Easter I'm rolling, egg that is. rolling with now. Okay, okay good job. Uh, so, box office records, just to kind of keep everybody updated. The last 
record for opening weekend, biggest opening weekend, was held by Avengers of Infinity War. Oh, interesting. At $257 million. Opening weekend. Opening weekend. And I remember, you know, back kind of when I started in this industry, when I was really paying attention to, like, opening weekends. And I remember when Dark Knight got the record for opening weekend. It was, like, such a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And that was $158 million. So, like, this is, like, leaps and bounds mm-hmm. more. So, that was Infinity War. Do you guys know how much opening weekend was for Like a billion. Endgame? For domestic, I should oh, say. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, because oh. I think it was a billion, wasn't it? Half for a billion. Worldwide? For, for worldwide. That's for domestic. Insane, though, Half right? a so billion. Yeah. 500 million. <laughs> 400 million. It made its budget it back. It made its budget no, back so in the first weekend. Infinity War was 257 million oh. for opening weekend. Oh, no. So, that, that's end game. Was three hundred and fifty seven. So made hundred million. So made hundred million more a year later. So almost it's more. estimated budget back in the first. Week. Oh, it's totally making tons yeah. of money. How we like adjusted for inflation? Because there's been a lot of inflation since last year. <laughs> <laughs> Those gas prices, man. Totally. Oh my god, what happened to that? We're getting real screwed here last in California. Week, it got real crappy. Uh, so. One of the other things I wanted to mention: Robert Downey Jr. was the only cast member that actually got to read the full script. Everybody else oh. got pieces of it. There will be spoilers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah, there will be spoilers. But that makes sense. That I feel like he... every, for, according to that uh, box office, I feel like everyone's seen it already. Seriously, if you have seen it already, yeah, I think has we're seen fine. it already. Yeah. Um, so, and then this was shot back to back with Infinity War. They only took mm. about a four week break between the two movies. Oh, wow. That's oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Get so it over they with. had everybody yeah. assembled. <laughs> they had everybody assembled already. And actually, they shot this before they shot Captain Marvel. So, oh. Brie Larson playing that role, this was her first time doing it. So, she didn't really have this character established uh-huh. in her man. This is the movie she had to do it in, not... Let's be honest. She wasn't really playing a character in this. It was kind of like a... She wasn't even there. She yeah. barely there. Spoiler alert. That's kind of a pet peeve of mine, actually. Like, I feel... I, I know we'll talk about this a little bit, but, like, it bothered me that they wasted all the talent for, like, the very... Again, spoiler, but like the very end of the movie, and I know well, that's like if the plot. You watched the f- end of the, <laughs> you would know why they're not there because they were all like evaporated from the earth. I get yes, it. Yes, okay. I, I know the plot. Them. I just there was so much exposition, unneeded exposition in this film that like I feel like they could have spent more time with the other characters later in the film. They if did they didn't... at the end of the movie, <laughs> but they, there wasn't enough time with them though. Like I literally the, saw in the third hour. Oh, seriously, in hour number twelve. <laughs> yes. Okay, so one more spoiler alert, sort of like trivia thing. And then I have two things that people have been kind of talking about that I want to get into after that. So at Tony Stark's funeral. Spoiler alert. I said spoiler alert. There was a teenage boy standing in the back of the group. Did you guys notice that? Mm -hmm. And do you know who he is? I just remember Michelle Pfeiffer from that scene. I was like, why is she here? And she hasn't been in the whole movie. (laughs) Suddenly I see Michelle Like, I loved it, but I didn't get it. Sorry, continue. So this teenage boy was in Iron Man 3, and he helps Tony Stark. Like, he gives him, like, a shed to kind of rebuild his suit to kind of... And their chemistry in that movie, he was, like, a young boy, was so good. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh, I wonder if it's that kid, because that's the only... Did you watch Iron Man 3? Yeah. I didn't. A long time ago. Oh, I did not. Yeah, I did. I, I love the first two. I, I, I was obsessed around, with so. the first two. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man's like my it. favorite, but yeah. like I did not watch number yeah. three. The second so you one felt how I felt when he died. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. so. <laughs> the second one was not that great. 
three was I felt like kind of a little bit. I liked it a little bit like better, but nothing was as good three. as one. Yeah, because first mm-hmm. one was so good. The second so one was good. mediocre, and I was like, I don't need to see it a third time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. What? So that was that spoiler alert. Okay. So plus two. they already changed out Terrence to John Cheadle, and I was over it. Oh was shit! Like, yeah, no thanks. Okay. So two things. Um, I know I'm not going to pronounce her name correctly. Oh, oh deny. If someone's going to deny her Guerra, name, but let me her do it. character name. Oh, okay. Oyeki. 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 No, Okoye. Okoye. I think. Okoye. Okoye. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Um, like we just watched SNL last night. I know. Okoye. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how is Shawn Mendes on SNL? Okay. Don't even oh, get me. I'm sweating. I'm going to take my clothes off right now. You? <laughs> Oof. Oh, shit. Okay. Hot. Have you seen the video? No. Okay. I don't I need to see the video. It's too much for me I to think, handle. Oh, okay. I stopped following him. Sorry, uh, Sean. Back to my Okoye. <laughs> Not me, the other Sean. News. Okay. Uh, so, Denai Guerra was featured as her character on the poster for Avengers Endgame. And they only included the characters that didn't get dusted. So, these were going to be the right. main people that were going to be in fighting Thanos or putting this plan together mm-hmm. while everybody else was dusted and gone. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How come you don't say dead? I don't know because that's because like they're not they're dead. Not like they dead, just kind of but... like disappeared. Oh. Well, uh, if you watch were... the end of the movie, you would know that. So <laughs> it's a big part. <laughs> Huge. You're not, not going to let that down. You should not have said that. <laughs> no, sorry. So what I noticed when the poster your came. Magic stone. <laughs> What I noticed when the poster came out was that every single one of the actors... I've never seen the poster. On the poster... should look it up. Their names were listed on top. Okay. Except for Denai's name was not included. Oh, that's rude. And I was like, literally, one other person, you can't put their name on there. And so I was thinking a lot about it because I was like, this doesn't make any sense why you would have... Her picture, but not her name. Her picture, but not the name. And then I was like, okay, there's, you know legal speak of most favored nations credit wise where Mm -hmm. it's like if you have most favored nations in your agreements that for credits that you get listed whenever all of the top build cast gets credit so if their name is on a poster your name is included in that so i'm like okay maybe she's not at the level with the rest of them that she doesn't have this in her contract that her name is required to be on the poster but it's also like it's one fucking name so they ended up re-releasing the poster and putting her name on it because there was a lot of backlash on it. And then now after watching the movie, she was barely in, in it. it. Yeah. And so for a character that was a huge character in uh, Black Panther yeah. mm-hmm. and in a lot of Infinity War, she was alive. She wasn't dusted and they did not really u- utilize her in any sort of way yet put her on the poster. Is that because they're trying to like appeal to the Black Panther audience and like they have an, another African American on the poster. Like I was like, what are you doing that you're putting her on the poster and she's actually not in the movie and not you're not even listing her name. So I felt a lot of people were kind of pissed about that, that it's like you're kind of using her image mm-hmm. to kind of like placate this like, no, we're like diversity is important, yet you actually aren't using I feel like her. That's so nitpicky. I just I think it's really interesting because I noticed it when the poster, the poster came out. That- I didn't even see the poster. I don't know, but I, th- I think there's something interesting. I was listening to another podcast um, today, actually. It was talking about like the fact that there was like a, the first gay superhero 
ever on screen was in the therapy session. Do you remember? You guys remember this, where he comes out and he talks about his date that he went on last night. And he's like, and I might see him again. Do you guys yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was all this talk about how like um, that's the director that is acting in that scene. I guess the oh, guy yeah. that directed the film, Joe Russo. And yeah, and I guess there was like all this like. Um, he was just so proud of the fact that like he did this in the scene and he, he was so proud that it was going to happen that he wanted to play the character himself and all this shit. And it's like, really like, is that representation? Like, I don't, I'm not saying this is my perspective at all, but like when you talk about like diversity and stuff Mm -hmm, in these films, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know that that's the appropriate forum by which to say that like we brought the first gay superhero into a film. It's like, you're not even actually casting a real actor. You're just putting your, like, it seems like like you're doing injustice. 10 seconds. And it's like, that's what you're going to talk about. I don't know. I just think that it's weird. And I, I actually do think it's real. Like this film is from like Disney. Mm-hmm. A studio that's known for diversity. It's it's you know what I mean. Where's like, the Asians? It right, but like I think that that's something really it's interesting to, to about talk about. Where's the Asians then? But it's like you have, it's it literally made it's made billions of dollars after being out for like less than a month, mm-hmm. and it's like what? Where is the in- inclusiveness? Where you know like how are you yeah. representing all these different forms of diversity? I don't know. It's it's an interesting question. I, know. I, I, I just mean, feel, I feel like, like the poster up. was misleading. Well, yeah, that I they're think they using up. her right. As this sort of, and like, I don't think they thought about it. I think it was just kind of like a, oh, you know, whatever. I don't think I don't feel like they purposely used her image to do that. I think that they probably. But, I guess the point that I'm trying to make though is they had I an think opportunity. And she was a big part, and I feel like that was the reason why she should be on the poster. But then her name's not. I would say she wasn't confusing. even a big enough part. Her, like they, she wasn't, there's yeah. like a whole no. thing about like they go through everybody's screen time in it, right. and she has so little yeah, screen yeah, time yeah. compared to everybody else yeah. that's on that poster. Yeah, and so it just feels obviously like if you're denying you're probably super excited to be a part of this franchise to begin with but then it's part of it feels like i feel like kind of shitty that it's like you're you trying to sell and use my image to show that like look at how diverse we are but you're actually not featuring me in the movie at all I just so didn't I, feel I don't. I know felt that, like but, it was kind of like shitty, and yeah. I was this. I was kind of reading about a bunch of that. I don't disagree with you. So I was kind of curious if you guys noticed it or if did well, I don't even... notice Asians. <laughs> How do you guys feel? Give us well, a call. There's the character in uh, Doctor Strange, but <laughs> oh, he was sure. I don't know if he got Benedict dusted Wong? too. No, he didn't. I mean, and then they didn't use him at all. He was only in when they flash back yeah. to going to retrieve yeah. that Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Magic Stone, Natalie. It's a Magic I'm Stone. I'm sure he's magic a Doctor Stone. Strange, maybe. Yeah, he is he's a Doctor a Strange kid, a lot. But yeah. Anyways, right. and then on to that a little bit, one of the other conversations that's kind of happening post everybody watching this is they had the scene towards the end where all the female Avengers are kind of back together and they're going to try and save Spider-Man from, you know, getting killed by Thanos or whatever. A lot of people were excited about that moment and they thought it was really cool because it's like all of the women from the franchise are in this one scene together. Other people felt like they were just kind of placating the audience and like trying to jump on this movement without actually like giving them <laughs> their like due. So they kind of was like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of curious kind of how stuff, you felt about that. I feel like that stuff's annoying because it's like, I guess maybe, I guess also too double-sided, I don't ever see that. So to me, when I see that, it feels like maybe you're forcing that on me. And it's weird that I'm seeing all... Because I don't know. It's I didn't really care two ways or shits about it. But like it's also like throwing it in your face. Like, oh, here's all the women now. Just, well, why can't it just be the people that are closest and moving along mm-hmm. together as a team? It's now just like all the women. For the short five minutes that it was. 
I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I think anything about it or not. I guess I don't. Mm-hmm. Did you notice anything or have any thoughts? Sean? Yeah, I actually wanted to note about that. Oh, you um, did? Oh. Yeah, I did. I, I think so. That scene made me feel very emotional. Actually, mm-hmm. I recognized it for what it was. Um, but I also felt, and I see where you're coming from, Lena. I think my perspective though was more. I wanted in a three-hour fucking movie. Oh, God, yeah. Like I, I wanted more of this kind of stuff. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I think that's my problem with it. Again, as somebody that's like, I'm again, I'm hyper political. Like I love the moment that in, that we're in right now and how women and minorities are really mm-hmm. like seizing the moment and like mm-hmm. doing the right thing when everybody else doesn't seem to be right. And I think from a political perspective, right? But a movie like this that I feel like okay, if the last one made as much money as it did, they had a social responsibility to tell mm-hmm. certain stories in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. and again this is kind of like where like the gay thing comes in, the African American, like the Asian, the women. Like it's yeah. it's like the representation of minorities in our society is never on par with what it is for like straight white men, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that what a unique opportunity that they had with this film to to tell different types of stories. And you had three hours to tell this story. Yeah. Like, why couldn't you have told more of the story with, like, these women? And, like, I, I recognize the scene for yeah. sure. And, like, yeah. so much that I would have known about it. But I also think that, like, I don't know. I understand that it's, like, you have to make money and you have to appeal to yeah. a certain audience. And you know, there's so many variables that are weighing in here. But I just think that, like, you knew you were going to have that built-in audience. Why didn't you use that responsibility in a way that you could have told the story in such a way that, like, could have... I don't know. It could have. Yeah, made... maybe I would have appreciated more if they spent more time telling the story as opposed yeah. to just forcing them all together at the end, like mm-hmm. weird thing that they were it doing. It just felt very forced. Yeah, to me. it was like forced. It felt like, oh, yeah. we're putting this thirty-second scene in there so that yeah. people can, you know, say that we did it. Yeah, well, and I think like... I feel like someone even said, oh, like all the women are like, in the movie. Like someone, one of the ladies was like, oh, all the ladies together, and I was like, why do you have to say that? Like, just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it feels forced. Yeah. So. I have no idea if this figure is accurate at all, but one of our friends said that comic book purchasers are now, like, the demographic is about 51% women. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Again, I have no idea. (laughs) We didn't look that up. (laughs) I didn't look it up. Also, just just know that most, like, 87% of statistics are made up on the spot. Okay, true. (laughs) So, to me, I was like, okay, so if this is an accurate, you know, assessment of this demographic, a lot of these audience goers of this movie are going to be women and yeah of course we want to see fucking thor like oh my god i love him so much but you know it (laughs) was seriously i i will say for somebody who i'm not a huge fan of this world i felt like that was a really exciting powerful moment to see all of these women together i was like okay we're two hours and 40 minutes into this movie before we see this and then it dissipated in about yeah. 17 seconds and i was yep. like well i guess that's all we get like it was i was excited about it but then it felt forced because it was like hey everybody look we got all the women and then yeah. that's actually not anything that that's not part yeah. of the story we're just kind of doing it so it's it genuinely felt exciting for me when it was happening and i think it's kind of the same feeling i get a little bit like at the end of the ghostbusters the female version where it's like oh, i don't get to see that that often and so it is exciting but mm-hmm. then it the way that it is actually executed is a little bit disappointing because it's like you really do have the opportunity here to do yeah. more with it. 
And that really only happened on screen for I don't know how long, but I would guess, yeah, I guess 15 yeah. seconds maybe. I just don't need to see that it's so blatantly in my face. Like just it, it can happen it's like, when it's it happens. It's almost like they don't know like, how else to do it. And I think that's yeah, the part that's like so most annoying. frustrating. It's like going back to the gay scene really quick, like, right? And it's like, I guess I say that I don't necessarily have an investment in it, but that I will. That one is a little bit more like. Uh, that one was a little bit more subtle like in there it was just like this is a conversation we're having this was like oh let's get them ladies okay, but and i would it's still like, argue what? though that like as someone that's part of that group mm-hmm. you see that on screen and you're like oh my god they've acknowledged me mm-hmm. and that's what we're talking about yeah, right, yeah, now, right? Yeah. like that's the part that like every human wants to feel acknowledged and yeah. you want to go to the fucking movies and see yourself on the screen like everybody wants to do that right. and in that scene i felt that for Again, five seconds, seventeen seconds of the way. It's like mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It's like why mm-hmm. can't you have more of the movie about that? Like mm-hmm. why does? And I don't know if this is the appropriate form to have that conversation, but I just feel like I we don't see enough representation of minorities on screen, regardless of the minority group that we're discussing. Right. We just don't. And how do we get to that place? Because if we're not going to get to that place in a you know a movie that makes billions of dollars how are we going like who's going to drive that needle forward i i mm-hmm. don't know i don't know anyways i just thought these were kind of interesting topics to <laughs> no, like, i didn't mean to go <laughs> no i did like because yeah. they were the controversial two things that people have been kind of talking about where some people were happy some people were pissed about it some people mm-hmm. you know were pissed that like Black Widow wasn't a part of that female group. And they're like, how dare you? Like, she was the first female Avenger and you assemble all of these women finally and she's not even a part of it. It's like, well, but she died. I know. Like, she died so just- <laughs> for you guys. Oh, I have a note about that too. <laughs> she died so, for yeah. them. So it's part of it. It's like, no, you're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah, Is this a step in the right direction? Maybe-ish. Whatever. I don't know. But it just, I, I was just kind of curious to get if it's this all, were things yeah. that you guys noticed at all. annoyed. <laughs> It's like, why do we have to talk about, like, who cares? Just let it be a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. For Christ's sakes, about fucking superheroes that don't exist. Sorry, I I wish they did exist, but they don't. But I think it's because they, not to digress so much, but it's because they don't exist, you have an opportunity to make them exist in a way that is fair to everyone. I don't know. Anyway. I know. I'm just All right. Do we want to get into the stuff that we like? We do. Yeah. Favorite scenes? Who should go first? Lena. Lena. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so this movie was very funny. <laughs> I loved all of them together. I stopped, again, watching Marvel movies after a second Iron Man. So I tried to watch Captain America. I couldn't get over the his skinny part, but I couldn't watch the movie. And I never really just went back to any of the movies. I think I've seen maybe bits and pieces of them here and there. Um, she loves Thor Ragnarok, still haven't seen it. But I went back because I knew we were going to be... Endgame was coming out. So I went yeah. back and I watched... Infinity War, and I watched Civil War, and I watched... Did you see uh, the end of the Infinity War? I sure did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked Infinity War. And I was like, oh, shit, I should have been watching these, because I do like them. Um, but I like when they're all together. The, each one of them has this bit of humor to them. And then when you get them all together, they're kind of all sarcastic with each other. And I really like the dynamic that they all kind of bring to the group. Um, so I don't have specific, I guess, but... I love the group dynamic. And then, well, I guess I do have a favorite scene. It's more of a favorite line. So when Captain America goes back and fights himself, and then he's on the ground, and he's like, oh, that is America's ass. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a nice ass. Really nice ass. <laughs> really nice ass. That scene so it's more of a favorite line. Okay. I liked the line because it was really funny. I did like him fighting himself. I thought that was yeah. really fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I'm like, he knows how he moves. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a good fight. And I loved how he was like, oh, God, yeah, I know. I You're know. You're not going to give up. <laughs> Jesus. Like, know. he knows himself. Exactly. Yeah, so it was yeah, really yeah. fun. Yeah. I love like, that. Like, I like how they each have, like, their own, like, quirky, like, humor to them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. My turn? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, okay. I want to start by saying that two of my favorite actors, I think I fucking love Robert Downey Jr. And I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about him, but, like... I, th- I honestly think that he brings, like, the heart and the soul to these movies, whether it's Iron Man, whether it's the Avengers things that he's in. I love in. him so much. I just, he's such a great actor yeah. that, like, in his presence as, a, as an actor, like, a, a screen actor, um, is so stunning, and it's he's just so good. Like, yeah, he's so good. I'm just captivated whenever he's on screen, like, in his monologue yeah, or so, whatever he's doing. Yeah. Um, I also love Scarlett Johansson. So you can imagine. <laughs> How heartbroken you were. And I, I do want to say that, like, it's I the thing I will say about this film, I loved it, obviously. And again, I'm someone that's like I'm there to be along for the ride and enjoy the adventure, not necessarily having like so many of the so much of the layered context that other people have when they go to these movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to like have a good time and yeah. watch like a great blockbuster. And yeah. this it totally. met all that criteria for me. Totally. Um, having said that, though, I'm never going to a movie like this expecting to cry. And I think that it's weird when you're in this movie, this this kind of movie, mm-hmm. right, where people it's like action and like it's the you know the film of the year or whatever. And it's like there's everyone around you is crying, and that makes you like even more awkward because you're teary. like I, I have tears coming out of my eyes, and I don't want to like reveal them. But then everyone around me also does, and you can hear sniffles and cry tears. And it's like what straight up bawling. Yeah, their eyes. it's like this is the fucking Avengers. Why are we all crying in the theater? Like, and it's great. Also, you knew he was gonna die. I didn't know he was going to die. Oh, you didn't? Know. No, I didn't know he was going to die. But um, and I didn't know she was going to die. And obviously, her death scene is less dramatic. But mm-hmm. I just felt, to your point, like she was the first, you know, character or whatever. Like I didn't know I did have that context, right? First female yeah. adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like fuck up and fuck that up too. With the magic <laughs> sense. But like, and so like when she makes that sacrifice, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you think it's going to be him that makes the sacrifice, mm-hmm. and then it's actually like she tricks him and whatever, like. I was just kind of like, fuck, they killed Scarlett. Like, I'm just, why would you kill Scarlett Johansson? Like, it just really upset me. I think she did it for a good reason. He had a family. Totally get that. Totally get that. Um, She was taking care of them. She was like the mom of the group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when Robert Downey Jr. dies, I'm just like, fuck, you really, the only two people I care about in this universe, you killed them. I did have a little tear in my eye. Really upset. The lady next to me ruined it, but. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We already kind of talked about the scene with the women. It was emotional. I, Mm -hmm. I acknowledged it. I definitely felt that they were trying to hit a certain note there. Um, yeah, I think that's what I liked. I mean, I don't. Yeah, my other notes are like they're not negative; they're just kind of mm-hmm. neutral. But yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, well, my favorite <laughs> scene or scenes was every single scene that Fat Thor was in. Oh yeah, that was funny. My God, that man is the greatest thing ever. Really? I love him. Like, I didn't know you liked him. I yes. Are you joking? I'm joking. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, so to me, I feel like, obviously, I have my, like, top guys that I've had forever in my life. Like, Jim Carrey and Harrison Ford, their places in my life will never be. I was going to say, Chris. They will never be dethroned from their positions, ever. But But he's joined the list? Oh, He's been on the list a long time. He's been on the list for a while, but with each movie, he notches up one more and notches (laughs) up one more. And he could be officially number three which is really that's like a hard i mean number four has been a long time on there and he just got kicked way down bruce willis oh yeah i was i thought he was number three 
Damn. No, he's has been number three. Mm. So it's like, I mean, Jim Carrey, Harrison Ford, and Bruce Willis have been like my diehard. Get it? <laughs> you just gave die me hard you just guys. gave me a different episode. We need to do our top film actors. Oh yeah, for actresses. sure. That'd be great. Oh yeah. So he is officially slotted in at number three, and I have a feeling he will stay there for a long time. Wow. So do you I think you can move higher. I don't think so. Okay, the first two spots are taken. Those are taken forever. Okay. Uh, but I, it's funny how with each movie. I she like as a young guy on <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hey, I had Shia LaBeouf and Justin Long rotating through there for a while. Wait, you had Shia LaBeouf on your list? Um, yes. hot. Love him so okay, much. During the Disturbia days. Oh, That's the yeah. only movie I can think Disturbia, of. Disturbia, yeah. Transformers, him. give it yeah. me all of the Shia. Yeah, he was on that list oh, for a yeah. while. Mm-hmm. And then got a little too crazy oh, until yeah. he's off the oh, list. Okay. Yeah, he's a little Justin Long, love him so much. Don't see that on the list ever. Um, so at, with every movie I see Chris in, he just, I, how do I like him more leaving the theater? <laughs> I don't understand. Like I, I thought I liked him the most that I had the ability to like him. And then I just like fall deeper in love with him. It's Are crazy. Are Thor movies funny too? Yes. Thor Ragnarok is hysterical. Okay. She it, talks you would about love it. how it's so funny. It is okay. really, because really I've good. I've never seen those movies. As I haven't seen like it yet. But I, I think that like he brings a certain levity and humor mm-hmm. to these Avengers yeah. films where I'm like, I love that oh, he's a big ginormous man and hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. So like he, I feel like the first Thor wasn't that funny, but it's still like he's that fish out of water. Yeah. He's this God that's in the U.S. and mm-hmm. like trying to figure out what he's doing here and what's going on. He and... looks like Aquaman to me. And so it gets me confused oh, sometimes. No. I know it's weird. I just definitely don't look the same. No. no. Sorry. Okay. So to me, it was a really great. I loved that they had him kind of like really just torn apart and fallen after this Thanos. Well, and the scene with his mom was like, that was intense. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like them coming to find him and kind of bring him back into the group. He's just I- playing video games and drinking <laughs> beer. <laughs> and so I, typical formulas of movies where it's like your character is kind of falling off the wagon. You kind of have this montage of them getting back into shape and ready to fight again. They didn't do that with him. No. He was fat Thor the entire time. And I fucking loved it. Like, I'm so happy they kept him that way. Yeah. And at the end, spoiler alert, but like, he's I on the ship thought... with Guardians of the Galaxy, still, still fat, fat. And I, I cannot wait that. for this movie. No. I cannot. I hope they keep fat Thor on for the ship while, with yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Is there going to be another Guardians of the Galaxy yes. now? Yes, definitely. With mm-hmm. some of these other people yes. on the Yeah. Okay. Well, because... Um, Gamora. Gamora disappeared. So I'm yeah. sure that's going to be part of like mm-hmm. what that next movie is going to okay, be. So here's my question to someone that's not immersed in this universe. Do these films allegedly take place in any kind of sequence? Yes. They do? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. good to know because I don't I don't have that context. But there is time a lot of warps them, but... and stuff too. So Yeah. Well, that's how they get away with it. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah. Okay. So had you uh, finished the end of Infinity War? <laughs> that is where... This story had ended and we picked up we picked up from Endgame from there. Actually, it was so long. I left like I left after about two and a half hours. Is that about where it ends or no? I don't think that one is three hours. This is the one that clocked in really long. Including previews. Yeah. So so you left after an hour and a half. And then another thing that somebody had mentioned to me that I thought was kind of an interesting thing about Fat Thor and kind of the idea of should we be more PC? I feel like fat is like rude. But that's what everybody's calling him. Okay. Why not? We call it, she calls herself Fat Amy. We can call him Fat Thor. Yeah. How else did you? Heavy Thor? No. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm just trying he's, to a pretty, he's a Chubby? pretty thick dude yeah, normally. He got fat. Yeah. Who the fat Thor? Gordo? 
I'm just no. I'm kidding. Can we can let it go? It's fine. It's, um, it's so the, it's the magic stones martini. Typically, <laughs> which doesn't look very appetizing. No, well, because the magic stones have they, dissipated. Yeah. Uh, so I, f- th- what was mentioned to me, which I thought was really interesting, is that Captain America and Thor kind of have the same moral compass and trajectory of like they are worthy of mm-hmm. you know holding that the hammer. Ass is worthy. And, you know, yeah. they both kind of where everybody else is really kind of flawed and selfish and has certain things that they've got going on. Like Jeremy Renner is off doing his own thing and pissed Mm. about family and whatever. And, you know, Iron Man is kind of always selfish. You know, they are the two that kind of normally always kind of stay on track of like doing what's right, doing what's Mm -hmm. best. And so since this was Cap's last film, it was kind of good to like let Thor take a step down from that worthiness and that god sort of role I love that they call and cap. let cap like kind of be the moral compass pushing the group to yeah. like succeed so is it clear at this point that captain america will no longer be okay. part he's, of done. The franchise? he's done okay. iron man captain america done okay like there's no because the time warp thing right like we can go no. back okay no their their contracts yeah. are done and oh gotcha so it's a contractual thing okay. yeah thank you well, i think they're tired <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is yeah, tired. Yeah, he's been in a lot. Even Chris Evans has been. Yeah, he's, I think yeah. the two of them have been in the most, most. like, of the crossover yes. movies, too, and stuff. So, yeah. How yeah. many crossover movies have there been? I mean, there's been a ton. There's been 22 movies in the Marvel Cinematic And they all universe. kind of They're intersect. And a lot of them yeah. intersect. intersect. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Not at the level of, like. Infinity War. Infinity War and Endgame. But, like. Yeah. Uh, with the Avengers, Civil original. War, Civil War is when overlaps they, yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So what you're saying, because this is what I was concerned about, you're saying that Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans will be okay financially. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure because I was I was really scared about. I that. feel like Robert Downey Jr. is the only one that makes back end. I think mm-hmm. he's the only one that was able to agree to that and gets with to Kevin Feige in advance. With Kevin Feige yeah. at the beginning, so like he, I think everybody's kind of estimating that he'll make seventy five million off of this movie. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. Off one movie. Good for him. He deserves it. But the whole thing, and that's part of like one of the things I like too, because I feel like obviously Robert Downey Jr. and Jon Favreau are the whole reason why this universe I think exists at this level, because Jon Favreau directed Mm -hmm. the first Iron Man and like I think brought it to a place where our friend that's a a comic book nerd was like, Marvel didn't have any big characters that they still own the rights to. So they made Iron Man this like with Robert Downey Jr. This like huge yes. thing that it is now. I would also argue like mainstream accessibility, right? Yes. Because exactly. someone like me that's not into that universe at For all. Sure. Like yeah. wants exactly. to see that movie because yeah. I think I remember what, what I remember about. Oh my God, alcohol. What I remember about um, the first Iron Man, I remember the trailer being like really intense like mm-hmm. i feel like they maybe even show like the first couple minutes of the movie in the trailers thing and it was like yeah i was like oh my god i can't wait to see that movie and then the movie was like just so as good, good as the trailer like they sold you you know what i mean so good yeah yeah, yeah. all right is so, there anything, anything we didn't like about the movie oh well one thing i did want to mention that was like overall things that i thought went really well it's because i'm so used to seeing these actors playing these characters because they don't really have time to do anything else i forget how great they are they actually are mm-hmm. like these actors are incredible actors and as i will get into the some of the stuff that i didn't totally love about this but it's when each of them have their kind of moment of realizing where they're at in life now after thanos has kind of 
you know, killed everybody off and then he's been killed and there's kind of no hope at that point. It's so the emotional journey that they are all on. I literally, and I didn't watch any of the Ant-Man movie. So like, I don't have a connection to Paul Rudd Mm -hmm. and his daughter and what he's going through yet. That scene, I was like, am I, why am I crying? I don't even know who this is. I'm assuming this is his daughter, but like the acting is so good that it was like, I was on board with all of that. I was on board at the beginning with Jeremy Renner and his family. And I hate Linda Cardellini, but I was still sad that she was gone. Yeah. So it just, to me, and then when Black Widow and Cap are back at the house and she's like crying, eating that peanut butter and jelly, I was like, oh my God, I'm crying. Like it was just, there was so many emotional points mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm not, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not emotionally invested in this franchise really, but they are all so good at what they do that they... I was on board. I agree. And I think that's a good place to actually transition into the things that maybe didn't work for mm-hmm. us that we didn't like. Some of some of it was that for me. So like what you're speaking to um, with respect to, I'm not a Paul Rudd fan personally. I just, I don't know. I'm not kind of in, sorry. I love him. I know. I'm just, I'm indifferent. Um, I haven't seen the Ant-Man movies, but to your point, yeah, I, I, I was bought in enough to those scenes where I was like, okay, I buy this relationship and I'm assuming, like mm-hmm. you said, that's his daughter and it's like he was dead and yeah. they thought he was dead and he wasn't and blah, blah, blah. It was almost too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was like there were so many things pushing and pulling at you throughout this three hour film that I was like, okay, it's, it's like this roller coaster, right? Because it's like this intensity and then it gets emotional and then it's intense again. And then it's like, and then it's kind of boring. It gets slow. Like I actually thought the beginning of this movie, and this is where my note is, was pretty slow. Like as someone that didn't see the end of the last one, I didn't even, <laughs> even I didn't need all of that exposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, okay, I get the people are missing or they're dead or they've yeah. smoked whatever you called it away. Like dusted. I, dusted. Smoked. <laughs> I, I just don't like, I don't, I'm drunk. I, but I also, I didn't need all of that. I didn't need like this slow paced build to this thing. I would have much preferred a, a huge action sequence at the beginning. We didn't get that for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was at the end of the last film. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down. Um, I I will say, to to your point, there's so much of this was good. And I feel like part of the... I compare this movie a lot to Mission Impossible Fallout. Because I think the difficulties you face when having a movie... You've got excess footage that is all really good. All of these actors are really good. It's really hard to edit and cut that down. I would have loved if they had shaved off five to ten minutes off of each of these characters' backstories. Oh, God. those That's a note of mine. That was too long. It was. It felt a little labored for me to be sitting minutes. through. Yeah. This movie could have been 30 minutes shorter. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, five to ten sure. minutes off no, of totally. each of these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, they were so well acted, and it was cinematically very beautiful to watch. And watching Jeremy Renner and, like, you know, do that fight scene and all sorts of, like, all of it is really great, but it just, when all compiled together, was just overall too exhausting to then get into this huge fight that we're then going to get into. Yeah. So, and it's like seeing that, like, oh, Robert Dooney Jr. has moved on and we've, like, Dooney. have the... <laughs> Robert Dooney Jr. Dooney... <laughs> have another sip. I know. I'm good. Um, it felt like his sort of, like removing himself from the Avengers happened like three separate times. And it's just kind of like, okay, we, I get it. We all, nobody wants to do this anymore. Everybody's upset, but guess what? We have a new plan. Let's get back together. So it just, all of that did feel really exhaustingly long. Yes. And that's, uh, that's the exposition. I think I'm referring yeah. to in that. First, also I want to say 
before we move on, and people are going to hate me for this, I'm sorry to the Avengers fans that are listening, and the Marvel fans, Mission Impossible Fallout was a far superior film. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. cool. Interesting. It was. Oh, sorry. Well, I just want to shave off action. all of Gwyneth Paltrow. That was my note. Oh, I know. Can't I can't her. help think of her as Oh, like... my God, I can't stand her. And then, like, she takes her at the end. He's dying. You, you take your helmet off and your hair is down with bangs in your face. Bitch, where's your ponytail? You were just <laughs> in a war. I can't stand her. I can't. Any of that. Why do we hate Gwyneth Paltrow so much? I just, I genuinely don't like her. I don't know why I don't like her. I don't know what it is. She doesn't like her. Friendly looking. The only thing I ever like her, and I say this all the time, is Shakespeare in Love. And because I love that movie, I can tolerate her. I cannot tolerate her face or anything in anything. I don't want to hear her talk. I don't want to look at her. Nothing. One thing I will say about this movie that I was kind of surprised by, as much as I loved Captain Marvel and thought mm-hmm. that was a really fun film. I oh. and we saw Captain Marvel yeah. at the beginning oh, yeah. and she says, I'm probably not gonna be around for a while mm-hmm. and then literally disappears for, sure, for yeah. two hours yeah. of the movie. Two and a half. Well hours. she was filming her other movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then then she comes back. I was like, Oh, I forgot about her oh yeah and also isn't she like the strongest one yeah she like the most powerful well, like bitch yeah. where have you been yeah she was filming we her other you. movie clearly but i'm no, also she like she was in uh she was in the 90s oh. at blockbuster video <laughs> that's where she was in that fucking unicorn movie that we're gonna talk about oh later. god no. yeah. but it's so what to me was a little bit shocking was, was like wow i enjoyed her i enjoyed her character in captain marvel and i was like i could care less where she was. Yeah. Like, while I, I was watching it, I had completely yeah. forgotten about I her. Forgot. I'm curious if her future movies are going to talk about where the fuck she went. Yeah, because I loved Captain Marvel. Because <laughs> it seems like nobody addressed <laughs> yeah. the, the things that she was dealing with <laughs> that apparently were more important than what they were dealing with, which seems like that well, yeah. was... She didn't say why. She's just like, I'm just going to be gone for a while. Yeah. So like, back. what are don't you worry. doing? Getting that haircut? That's it? Oh, the haircut was hideous. <laughs> okay, well, don't tell my friend Melissa that because the lesbians are loving that haircut. Oh, oh really? I'm, I'm sure that they um, are. Yeah. But apparently in the comic books, it looks much better and much, like, cooler and this wig did not whatever, uh, yeah. wig did not do it justice. Oh, apparently, yeah. is what I'm hearing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but so anyway, it was that, like she had mutton chops here or yeah. something. That was weird. Yeah, because <laughs> well, she's obviously not willing to like cut her hair in a railway, and so they have to put a wig on top uh, of her hair. So, did yeah. you address the things that you didn't like? Yes. Are we ready to move on? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, Lena. Gwen Paltrow. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I second and, and that. that everything was too long. The backstories were too long. I agreed with all that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would ask if anyone stood out in this, but I don't care. Like, it's too much. This Nobody, nobody stood out. It's fine. My note is that Chris Hemsworth is growing on me. <gasps> but I'm sorry. We'll always pick Chris, uh, Chris Evans over him. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to do a Liam Chris thing. I'd always pick Liam. I would always pick Liam, too. Yeah. Same. You guys are terrible. Sorry. Uh, Chris, Chris is who I'll be watching. By the way, I watched Forever. his Emerald Romantic again the other night, and it's oh, just as good the second time. I, do I was just talking again. about him kicking the bush yeah. the other day. Yeah, it's good. I bought it on iTunes. This mm-hmm. digression, sorry, but I bought it on iTunes with um, it was partnered with a as like a dual as a bundle oh. with um, oh, what's the other Rebel Wilson movie? How to lose? Oh, How to Be Single. Yes, love so that. good. Oh, I love how such to be a good movie. I love yeah, how to be such single. a good movie. The Zook. All right, tell Natalie, tell the listeners that might be new to the show, what is the um, objective of our Martini Scale? Martini Scale is how we rate movies on this podcast called The Martini Scale. So that is uh, five being the worst, that you need five martinis to get through the movie, 
And a great movie, you only need to drink one martini. Because who wants to be sober? Nobody. That's right. I'm sure people want to be sober. but No, yes. I'm sure they do. Out of the three of us. Not, not anybody <laughs> not, not we know. <laughs> yeah. Not anybody we know. So Nellie, yeah. what was your score? I Even though I didn't like certain things, I still... I'm giving it a one. I think it's to me, I think it's kind of appreciating an art that maybe, yes, isn't totally exactly my taste, but understanding like how great it actually is. And Mm -hmm. there is an audience that loves it. It's kind of how I feel about like Lord of the Rings, just because that's not my type of movie that I'm going to watch over and over again. Doesn't mean I can't appreciate how well executed that movie was. Sure. So I, I do give it a one. Hmm. Lena? Two. Yeah, I think we're in agreement on that. I loved it 3,000. Aw, that's so cute. Sean doesn't remember what that's from. What the fuck? What's funny is I heard that reference yesterday, and I had no idea what they were talking Iron about. Iron Man and his daughter, That's because she loved him 3,000. Oh, yeah. And that his scene lo- did make me cry. Yeah, see, yeah. it made me yeah. cry. Yeah, okay. That was really cute. I loved it I 3, didn't 000. love it 3,000. I loved it maybe like 2,000. <laughs> I get, get it, too. I, okay. I get it, no, but yeah. three thousand is the word. I just, one martini for me, like you said, you you acknowledge it for it what it long. is, and it's great. But like, it was too long for a one. One martini is like a flawless film. Like, there's mm-hmm. I can't pick it apart. Like this, we just dissected it. Like I, I, I know, but but also, like I you would understand. change nothing about a one martini movie, in my opinion. I would change things about other one martini movies this that I absolutely love. I know. I completely agree. And I could watch this only drinking one martini. I don't need two martinis right. to watch this and feel That's okay fair. about it. I go back and forth with how I interpret the martini scale. Yeah. Even though it's our show, I feel like I, for me, a one martini movie is like a five star film. Yeah. And I know that's not necessarily like it's it doesn't translate completely. Mm-hmm. But for me, like... One martini movie is going to be like the. But five stars I can't is still it. your opinion. Yeah. So martini scale is still your opinion. That's totally, fine. Yeah. totally, totally. And there's still things that like The Departed is one of my all-time favorite best movies that I think is practically flawless. But there are still things. There's massive continuity errors, like when they're smashing his cast off, and then one part of it, it's he's got like one strip of gauze, and then the next cut. He's got like a full cast on again. So it's like there's still things in movies that you could pick and note that are like, hey, these are things that are issues. And so for me, I feel like as what they're presenting us cinematically, like that was it was very spectacular. Like it was very over the top and great. And and not over the top CGI like I was expecting a lot. Yeah, like there was a lot of things that it it made me feel all the things that I was over the top. You didn't think the CGI was over the top in this film. O M fucking G three thousand. <laughs> yeah. No, that's because you love it three thousand. No. <laughs> okay. it, 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 it didn't annoy me. Is yeah, what it doesn't I'm saying. annoy it's me not as much. Like in this so much reason. where I didn't. Yeah. I, like I can't be in it. The last forty five minutes of this film. Okay, well, uh, yeah. the last forty five minutes of the film was annoying anyway. So okay. <laughs> Fair. There's way too many things happening. As always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale.com, where you can find links for all of our social channels in addition to show notes and more. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcast and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers. Bye!